Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. You know him, you love him. He is Albert Breer of MMQB. What's up, buddy? Hey, guys. What's happening? Um, I mean, Tyler Huntley looks like he's getting ready to go this weekend, so we're just ready for that Browns-Ravens tilt. Yeah, it's going to be something else, isn't it? Meaningless game. Yeah, one percent, bro. No, it's not for the not for the Ravens. It's no, it means, means a lot for the Ravens for sure. It means a lot for the Ravens, definitely. Albert, I, I finally did it. I finally snapped and got really frustrated with Kevin Stefanski after the Bengals game. It's been building since the Miami game, and this leads us to to question the Haslam of it all. Do you get any sense? that the Browns are concerned about their direction? I don't think so. I mean, I, I just think this is such a weird year in general that, like, absent, like, there being some sort of sign that everything's coming off the rails or that the locker room's tuning the coaching out, I think he was always going to get another year. Now, does that mean he gets a year with the entire staff intact and, like, nothing – I, like I mean, pretty much status quo going into 2023. No, like I think there's a good chance he'll have to make some change. Um, yeah, I know you guys have been talking about for a good part of the year um, that there could be changes on the defensive staff. I think that's certainly possible. Um, it's something I think they're going to explore. Um, and I know they've been a little bit better on defense, right? Like, but I think that's something they're definitely going to look at. And so, but I don't think like I'd be surprised at least if they pulled the plug on the current structure they have in place because I just. I think that the the ownership has strong belief in Andrew Barry, and Andrew Barry has strong belief in Kevin Stefanski, and um, so I think just for the time being, at least, is probably going into 2023 with changes, but not um, at the top of the masthead. So you think you think Barry and Stefanski are, are tied together? I mean, to a degree, yeah. I, I like I I just you know I, Dustin, the way I look at it, like those got like that the, the the way it's set up now is sort of the manifestation of what um you know what jimmy haslam has really wanted to do since 2016 um and you know you go back to the hiring of sashi brown and um you know like that they sort of went halfway with that and then you know they come back and they 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 bring in freddie and that doesn't work out 
Um, so, you know, like Jimmy kind of gets to then say, well, you know, like, why don't we just go all in on what I tried to do initially? And so it's been sort of like a long process of getting to this um, for them. And I just, I, I think because like Jimmy believes that the way that he set it up is the right way, I don't think he's going to haphazardly pull the plug on it. You know, like I think this is much different than firing Hugh Jackson or firing Freddie Kitchens. Like, I think if, you know, you were going to fire one guy in this group, then, you know, I think you'd be sort of detaching yourself with something you've been building towards for a long time. Albert, um, three years ago, when these guys were put in place, the Browns were a bit of a laughing stock. There was the Freddie Kitchens debacle. Um, obviously, John Dorsey had been here two years, and John had kind of been summarily run out. Uh, this this organization had, had has a reputation for filtering through uh, regimes in a year to uh, two year time, have the last three years changed the way the Browns are viewed around the league in that terms? Yeah, you know, I don't think like I don't think they're seen as like incompetent or bumbling right now. There was a time when they were, you know, whether it was because of you know the infighting, um, the like front office not on the same page as the coaching staff. Um, you know, I, 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 there, were, there were definitely points where people looked at them as like a completely dysfunctional organization. I don't think they're seen that way anymore. Now, are there questions about, you know, where the ownership is? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, and I, I think part of that is like the, the handling of the Deshaun Watson thing on the front end, um, you know, tied to really like how the better part of the last decade's gone. Um, but I, I don't think like people look at, you know, I, Andrew Barry and Kevin Stefanski and the people they have underneath them is in any way like incompetent or dysfunctional. Like I, I think there's respect for the way that they have it set up. Um, now, like anybody else, like if they, they they're only going to get so long to build it, they're only going to get so long to win. And um, I think you know if this year finishes out the way that most of the year's gone, you know, then certainly I think everybody is sort of on notice in 2023. Albert, just in case. Who's going to be the hottest head coach candidate this offseason? You know what's interesting, Dustin, is like, so, you know, everybody's looking for, like, these, the young offensive coaches, and there are some good names out there. Like, I, you know, Ken Dorsey in Buffalo, Stan, Shane Steichen in Philly, um, you know, certainly I think uh, Ben Johnson in Detroit's going to merit a look. And then you have, like, Sean Payton, who's the golden goose, but is only going to go certain places. You know, he's going to be very selective. Are, are you going to throw out the name D'Amico Ryans? That's where I was getting to. So I'm, I'm, what I'm getting to is there's a backlog of defensive coaches. And D'Amico's one of those, but he's not the only one. And you go down the list and you see it, and it's a result of all these offensive hires over the last few years is that there's a, like, a lot of good defensive names out there. You know? And so it's D'Amico Ryan, it's Raheem Morris, it's Dan Quinn, it's Jonathan Gannon. It's, I mean, there are a ton of Gerard Mayo. There are a ton of like really good qualified um, guys on that side of the ball and not all of them are going to get jobs because if there are seven jobs open, there's no way like five or six of them are going to defensive guys. And so, you know, I, I think D'Amico is certainly in that list. And I think D'Amico is a very bright candidate. And, um, you know, I, I think whether or not it's him or one of the other guys, like I think you're going to see two or three guys plucked from that list of defensive coaches. And um, so D'Amico is like solidly in the mix. You know, it doesn't mean he's going to get one, but I think he's very solidly in that mix. Albert, I'm going to go back to the Browns on this one. If if the Browns fired Stefanski and only Stefanski, and so Andrew Barry and Deepadesta stay in place, 
do you where would this job the head coaching job rank against other potential available jobs this offseason well a lot of kids a lot of cases coaches don't like to go into places where um it's an arranged marriage with the general manager which is like sort of what you'd be talking about right like so there's that element of it like do you want to go into a place where you know you've got a general manager who's already been through one coach and you know, if the if, if things don't get better, you might only get a year or two. If the coach, if the owner decides it's not working again, then wants to blow it up. Um, but I mean, I, I I certainly think because of the, the presence of Deshaun Watson and talent in the roster, it's probably more attractive than Carolina and Indianapolis, and those are the two that are open right now. Both those teams have pretty good rosters, but they don't have quarterbacks. Um, so I think just the presence of Deshaun Watson like helps gets you to the table with whichever coaching candidate you want, maybe save for Sean Payton because of geography, um, and gives you a chance to get one of those guys. And by the way, that's part of like the whole idea of getting to Sean Watson in the first place is that whether it's players, coaches, whoever, having a player of that caliber kind of gets you in the club and gets you makes you an attractive destination for other people. And um, you know, we've seen that obviously happen with Patrick Mahomes in Kansas City. I mean, who would have thought Buffalo would become a destination, but it is now. Right? Stefan Diggs, you know, did a new deal there. Um, they got Vaughn Miller, and they, they, you know, there were other players that wanted to go there as well. So, you know, I think that's sort of what it does is once we see that Deshaun can be the Deshaun that he was before, and that could happen over the next few weeks, all of a sudden I think Cleveland becomes pretty attractive for, for, for both players and coaches to go to. Albert, is, is Jeff Saturday going to get the full-time gig in Indy? You know, I don't know. I, I think it's – I mean, to me, that one's really interesting because I just – I'm not sure that there's – you know, I, I think Ursay wants to do it. Um, but, like, can he sell it to his fan base? Can he put can, – can Jeff Saturday assemble a coaching staff? I think a lot of that's going to boil down to what it looks like over the next month, you know, and how they finish out the season. And so I, I, I really do believe that, that, that Jim Ursay wants to hire – Jeff Saturday full time, and was, but I also think he's got to be able to justify it. And based on what we've seen so far, I'm not sure that they're really there yet, and I have no idea if they're going to be able to get there over the next few weeks. Why do Steelers fans want Mike Tomlin fired? Because Steelers fans are used to winning, <laughs> winning, 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 right? Like, and you know, I, I think you know, you can take it almost any coach, right? Like, I mean, every Browns fan would take Tomlin in a heartbeat, right? And I, and I think like part of it is. Like they've had the same guy for 16 years now. Um, are you? Do you want new ideas there? The things that have been frustrating you over the last few years that um, you know, kind of like like look at like the offense. Is the offense evolved the way it should? Right? Do they have the quarterback position taken care of? I mean, defensively, um, have they done enough to build around their four pieces? JJ Watt, Minka Fitzpatrick. You know, I, th- these are like big picture questions. Um, but a lot of times when those sorts of things pop up as issues, the easiest thing for any fan to do is want the coach out, especially if the coach has been there for a long time. So um, I think that that's all it is. You know, I, I, like, I personally think um, you know, Mike Tom is a great, great asset to that organization and has been such a stabilizing force. And, I mean, even now, like, you know, they might crawl back up to 500 guys, you know. And nobody would have thought that earlier in the year with the rookie quarterback starting. So, um I, I understand why state fans there have set a high bar because they've all, all they've always been around so much you know the, the, the team's always been so good um, but you know I I think 
having a guy like Tom with the shepherd you through this period of transition, I think is a really valuable thing too. Albert, your halftime videos that you do, your your Twitter lives are amazing. And I, I just want to know, how can I get you? I'm trying to build up my IG and Twitter follower because, you know, everybody else here's got a lot of followers. How can I get you to slip in at Nick Wilson says on mentions on IG and Twitter uh, when you do your next uh, halftime live? If you got if you get on there and tell me to do it and I see it, I'll say it. All right. I, you know what? Uh, as my kid would say, bet. Uh, yeah. Last offseason, Albert, we did. We had Deshaun up in the air. We had Aaron Rodgers up in the air. Is he going to stay? Is he going to Russell Wilson? These were all things that we kind of knew about heading into the offseason of potential moves. Uh, what does the quarterback market look like this offseason? Could we have any surprise names out there that might be available? Derek Carr. <laughs> Um, potentially, I mean, I, they, they've just got a very big decision to make on him, you know, and it's, that decision is going to come down in the middle of February. Um, when there's a, there's $40 million in this contract, the best is fully guaranteed. And there are two quarterbacks out there with Dakman, with Josh McDaniels and Jimmy Garoppolo and Tom Brady. So, you know, I think for the Raiders, it's a real thing. Like they, you know, weighing, what you have in Derek Carr, what you could have in Brady or Garoppolo. So that'd be one that I think is, you know, worth watching. Um, Then there's obviously the question whether or not Matthew Stafford is going to play next year. Um, And so that's, you know, an open question. And as as for guys that could be available, um, you know, it's sort of hard until you really know who is going to be out there and the, like, who's going to be drafting where and like what those prospects are going to look like, what the teams think of those prospects um you know like you look at like seattle and the giants these teams that are going to have um yeah that the, the potentially could have a hole for a long-term quarterback well we don't know what those teams think of bryce young and cj stroud and will levis and um and anthony richardson yet you know so a lot of that's still left to be played out and, um yeah it's certainly going to be interesting because i do think because you have that group of players and then, you know, you got like some prominent free agents like Geno Smith and Tom Brady and Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, you know, certainly that could prompt some movement, but Vegas would be the first domino. because They've got to make a decision on, on, on car um, by the middle of February. Albert, our own Anthony Lima reporting that Jim Harbaugh could have some NFL interest this off season. Is, is that accurate? Yeah. You hear that? Yeah, I think he will. Like, I, you know, there was some interest in him when he went when he when he first got to Michigan in like sixteen, seventeen, eighteen. Because the NFL teams always heard like that he had unfinished business in the league. So there was some poking around, and then Michigan kind of flattened out a little bit. And when they flattened out a little bit, it's almost like people started to look at Harbaugh as he was like not quirky anymore. He was weird, and so like NFL teams sort of backed off at that point. And there was less interest and almost no interest in him for a couple of years there. And then the interesting thing is last year, the interest was really from Harbaugh to the NFL. Like, and really over the last two years, he'd sort of called around and, um, and I don't know if it was him personally or someone on his behalf, but he put it out there to teams that, that, that he'd be interested in coming back. And um, you know, he couldn't land one. Now I think there's a good chance it comes back the other way, but he's got a good team coming back to Michigan next year. Obviously they've sort of restored the program to the point where he'd envisioned restoring it when he first got there. And so, 
Um, he could have a decision to make, you know, I mean, could it be the Colts? He's up in the ring of honor there, you know, they decide it's not Jeff Saturday. What do they do to ignite the fan base? Like Harbaugh's somebody they could hire. That would be, I think, you know, that, that, that would, that would really make that place come alive, you know? Um, so that's one. And I'm sure there'll be at least a couple others. Um, you know, you look at his record in San Francisco, um, he did an unbelievable job there, whether you think he think, think he's weird or not, you know? And so, um, I, I certainly think with the success he's had the last couple of years at Michigan, there'll be some teams sniffing around and he'll probably have a decision to make. And I don't have any reason to think that he's going to leave Michigan yet, but I also don't think that he's done with the NFL. All right, Albert, final one. We got about 60 seconds here, buddy. Dave Biddle of 97 won the fan suggested that fans could start paying a monthly yeah. stipend to help support the NIL initiatives. Are you willing to donate? Can we start the initiatives with you? Donate $10 a month of your money to the Buckeyes yeah. NIL program to help a, a, a really helpless program. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, I'm actually all for it because this is the NCAA's fault, guys. You know that. I mean, this is, this is like the NCAA didn't get in front of this. Now the rules are weird where the team, where the schools can't be involved, but the kids can take money. And, you know, there are obviously lots of schools in the South that are seeing this as a green light to be very, very aggressive when it comes to NIL. And, um, you know, I know Big Ten schools aren't being as aggressive because they're sort of waiting for the NCAA's rules to – the NCAA to clarify rules in this. I just don't think that's ever happening. I don't think the NCAA is going to sit in its hands and let whatever happens happens. And so I – you know, I, I think Brian Schottenstein and Cardell Jones have done a good job with the foundation, and um, there's a lot of work to be done. But I, I, I'd say this, Dustin, I want my I want my my alma mater to act like the swaggering badass that it is. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm with like, you. I, I'm with you. And I don't I don't want I don't want I don't want my school crying poor. Like I want us to go and knock doors down and spend with Georgia and Alabama because that's sort of school we are don't you think and this will all shake itself out though in a few years albert it will it will i, I just hate to see the program suffer in the short yeah, term yeah. as a result of falling behind on this you know what i mean yep so, and um and, I, and look like part of this too i think is on the big money boosters um you know because like, that's where a lot of the money in the south is coming from you know is the big money boosters that um you know like you know care about the program i the bottom line is like I know, like all these love having their like names on buildings and stuff, right? The football program is the front, for the, is the doorstep of the university. There's a reason why Ohio State's become the academic school that it is, and it's because people want to go to school there. They want to go to school there because of the football team. And so I think it's like important, not just for people like me and you, Dustin, that went there that love the program and everything else, and you played there. Um, but I think it's it's important for the health of school too that that the football program is one of the best in the country and. I um, I'm supportive of anything that anything that they need to do to keep it there. All right, I put you down for twenty dollars a month, Albert. Be good, buddy. Go. We appreciate you. Thanks, buddy. All right, thanks, guys. Uh, Albert Breer, MMQB. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. 
Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.